Hello, Gray Matters community. It's me, Charmaine, back with you again. How are you all? I hope you're doing wonderfully. Um, I have to say I'm sorry. That's been such a long break. This summer went by just in a haze. So I hope you all stayed safe in the summer. Um, I hope you all stayed cool. It was a miserable summer. Um, <laughs> most of August was too, too warm for my liking, um, here in North Texas, but we're back episode 102. Um, I am here with a lovely guest co-host, which I'm going to introduce in just a moment. Um, send lots of good wishes, um, towards Ricky, my wonderful co-host. She is in deep dissertation mode right now. So we're sending her all the love, all the good productive energy and vibes. We can't wait to have you back with us, Ricky. Um, because I don't, I, you know, I, I can't do this by myself. I need to have a co-host here with me. Um, and I'm sure my gray matters community, you appreciate that too. So without further ado, I'm so excited to have my dear friend, Wadzi Sarumi. Yes. Welcome. Right. Did I say that right? Okay. <laughs> All right. Awesome. As soon as I said it, it slipped out of my mind. I was like, oh no, we just did this a moment ago, but thank you so much, Wadzi, for joining. Welcome. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me and hello, Gray Matters community. I'm excited, actually. Thank you. I know we have been talking about this for a while, so I'm glad we're finally doing this. Yes, we yes, we really have. And I am so glad we're doing this too, because yeah, every time we would schedule it, just something would come up. So um, it's been quite a while in the making, so I'm very happy. And this conversation um, that we're going to be having today, I think has been so relevant. We've had it in many different ways, like amongst each other, but we really um, think it's a great conversation to bring to y'all. So today we're going to be talking about the soft life, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I guess we could also, I'm, I'm specifically calling this like the soft life because it goes by a few different names. Of course, I'm sure y'all have heard of the trends and the kind of like hashtag soft life, the soft life aesthetic that's really gained popularity and gone viral. I would say it's been like a little over a year now that mm -hmm. I've like really heard this come up and it's become very, very popular. So I would definitely say over the summer, like towards spring, summer of this year, 2023, I heard it a lot, but it's been around for a long time. So, um, we have so much to say about this topic, don't we? We do. Um, so as we get into this conversation, I want us to first think about, in true Grey Matters fashion, um, the history of it, right? The the origin of the term soft life. So as we know, has originated, um, It's it's been a concept that has existed for a long time in various African cultures, but the term as we know and use it today um, kind of emerged out of the West African and specifically Nigerian, um, out of West African Nigerian culture, and then by extension, it gained popularity on social media. So um, we saw a lot of Nigerian influencers using it and then Afrobeats, which we love, has taken over. Um, oh, that didn't sound right. I don't like that the way it came out. Um, it's always been around. It's always been a great genre of music, but I think it's gained global popularity. That's mm. what I meant. It sounded like a really like FM radio DJ <laughs> by saying it's <laughs> taken over. But no, um, it truly has taken over. I go to some places and places that are really just not diverse spaces and they're playing Afrobeats. I'm really? like, this is so crazy to hear hmm. like a genre of music where like 
I grew up listening to and it wasn't it was just so niche and there's Afro yeah. bits then there's I'm a piano which is was a layer below Afro bits so okay. now it's popular and I'm at the salon getting my nails done and they're playing I'm a piano I'm like y'all don't even understand yeah yeah, yeah. that's it, it is so interesting how that's yeah, I, I think like globalization is so like the way that it happens now is so interesting, especially with music. So yeah, cool. I get, yeah, it is really cool. And yeah, I first became, um, not that this will turn into like an Afrobeats episode, which we can do because I do love some Afrobeats. I first was introduced to it um, like a few years ago because a lot of like, I listened to a lot of like UK kind of niche genres mm -hmm. and a lot of um, UK artists and like UK grime artists specifically would kind of sample it or use it. And then just by like extension, then I just kind of like, you know, go down like the music rabbit hole. And so I found it and I was like, this is really cool. I love, love global music. And yeah, so I, I like, um, yeah, I love global music. I love global genres and like niche genres. And this may not even, I mean, if we're having this conversation in the US, so it feels niche, right? Like it may not even be that niche, but um, yeah, I, I love it. So there's a lot of songs. We, we say all this to say, um, there's a lot of songs that are called soft life. So I think that also like teamed with the Afrobeats, uh, global globalization, um, has that term has taken even more momentum. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's really been as things often do get appropriated and, you know, I think it's great that social media takes things and kind of everybody can make it their own. I think right. that is really powerful. It has value, but the conversation around what is like appreciation and taking something and making it your own and appropriation is quite, oh, it's, it's a fine line. Right. And so, um, and it always stirs up a lot of emotions. And so, um, but I think rightfully so there has been a conversation that's happened with people saying that, you know, this was rooted in almost like a liberation in, in not what this idea of the soft life is rooted in something that is not what social media has made it. So it's become an aesthetic. It's become one of the many aesthetics that, you know, runs the trend and kind of runs its course on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really been like connected to and tied in with, um, capitalism mm -hmm. and this idea of luxury and to be soft life or to live soft life. Um, like you have to have all of these really glamorous things. And I think that's one thing we'll talk about because it's, you know, it's so much more than that. Um, but also so much of it is like rooted in just liberation, liberation for black people, liberation for African people and liberation for African women to engage in this lifestyle. Right. And, and, and then by extension within the U S a lot of black women and black influencers have really embraced this because as we know in the, in the U S and a lot of the West, um, well, and globally because colonization, um, black women's labor has been exploited and mm -hmm. they have not, their rest is not seen as valid. So, to engage in this idea of rest and taking care of yourself and like living, like in many ways, I think of soft life as like living outside of the hustle and bustle of the capitalist life. Um, mm. So, yeah. So I think it's, it's to embrace that. And mm. I think that it is very important when we embrace these aesthetics, when we embrace these 
trends on social media, we really do the history, the research and, and think about the history and, and, you know, it's, it's okay. Like I think certain things can be for certain people, um, which I know is very controversial. I think this can be for everyone, but I think it's also okay to think about this like in its origin, if that right. makes sense. But yeah, I said, I just rambled a lot, but I just, I kind of wanted to give them a little background spiel. about, yeah, a little spiel, spiel. Of, of, you know, context matters. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I think what you're saying, I feel like there are two sides to it. Part of the soft life trend was really just catered to, um, women of color and certain like minority groups that did not have historically never had access to luxury, whether it's seeing like a black girl or like a woman, a Sudanese girl, Zimbabwean girl, whatever, wherever you're from, like flying first class mm. or getting on a jet or being sponsored by a brand to go somewhere. These are very novel things that started happening to um, a lot of like people of color we were never in spaces. I know like growing up looking at magazines, you just see like kind of like a monolith of like, oh, this girl in Paris, she's probably just mm -hmm. white all the time. So just seeing like black girls, black girl magic, seeing women of color um, be in these luxurious spaces and embracing rest, that's, that's new. So that's one side to soft living. But then the other side is what is the rest of the world thinking and doing when they approach the soft living as an aesthetic? I mean, like 90% of us cannot or just live regular lives. So what does it mean to have a soft life when you cannot afford to buy a luxury bag, when you're not an influencer, mm -hmm. when you're just probably in survival mode, like trying to make it work and you're just being bombarded with like, this soft life aesthetic. Um, and I think that's probably a good place to start this conversation or continuing. And I think there's this false narrative that soft life means, you know, um, you having a designer bag or you, you know, catching flights, going places, going to Bali this week, then you're in Portugal next week. But soft life could be, and I think it is, it is simple living. Mm, I like that. Because when living. you choose soft life and choose simple living, you're opting out of capitalism, right? Mm -hmm. um, for example, when if we want to hang out, I'll be like, hey, let's play tennis. Instead of us going to a restaurant and spending money that most times a lot of people that are sitting on the table, we're all looking at our bank accounts like, do I have enough for this? That's soft living because I'm choosing to opt out of what the masses are doing. I'm choosing to opt out of capitalism. Like I can hang out and enjoy time with my friend. We can take a walk. So just really kind of coming down to like simplicity, like simple living. Like for me, soft life is like cooking at home and telling myself there is food at home, girl. Like yeah, you can go I feel that. Yeah. and eat at home. It's a soft life because it's good, soft on my body. I'm not eating out. It's good. I'm having a nice homemade meal. I, you know, I'm saving money. Um, it doesn't mean that I don't go out to restaurants. I will go out. When I do go out, it's an experience. Mm -hmm. So I think just really 
shifting the narrative on what soft living is and like it goes beyond just the aesthetic of like candles and buying the latest perfumes and like anything that has to do with purchasing stuff yeah i like that as you were saying that it kind of reminded me of like like nurturing yourself Mm. and i don't know if you said that word but and you may have but i like yeah like just doing things that nurture you like nurture you physically nurture your soul and i love this idea of just meeting up as friends and like going for a walk I love that. I, then or it like, looks. It seems like the hard life, right? Yeah. It, it seems like the hard life when we're like, oh, we're we didn't decide to like go for drinks <laughs> yeah. and look cute. We just like take a walk or like mm-hmm. play tennis or do free things or go on a hike. It yeah. seems like that's usually portrayed of as oh, your life must be so hard. You can't grab a bite. You're saying there's food at home. Mm-hmm. That's usually portrayed as like, oh, things are so tight for you. You can't afford to go out. You can't afford to come out every weekend with us and like splurge money. Yeah. So then we kind of get caught up in that. But I love this idea too, because it supports third places. So, or third spaces. So third spaces are those places that are like not work, that are not your home and that you don't necessarily have to buy things from. So like libraries, public parks, that type of thing where we, as we know, increasingly, especially in America, we have less and less of, and more of that access is being restricted, like through monetary means. So like you have to purchase something like, you know, like a coffee shop is not a third place because you have to go there and usually purchase something in order to, you know, stay there. Mm. Um, or there's like a some kind of financial exchange that is expected. But like, I think so much about the value of third spaces and how it is diminishing. And I mean, I'm, I'm not by any means saying I'm above all this because I can't tell you how many times like I will, you know, every time I'm on Instagram, probably I save like a cute new brunch spot in town or I'm like, oh my God, how cute. And I send it to my friends or, you know, like, I'm like, I'll save it for like next time I want to go out. But like, and increasingly, I feel like I, I save way more than I go to because for a number of reasons, but part of it is just sometimes I'm like, I just want to have somewhere to go to that doesn't involve a whole thing. Like it doesn't, it's not capitalist. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm not having to do this whole exchange. We're not just, you know, eating right. or shopping. Right. And in North Texas, we don't have a lot of those. We don't have third spaces. Yeah. That's the first time I'm hearing that term, but I like that because I recently went to a park and someone was like, excuse me, ma'am, you have to pay to be in this area because this is just for people who bought food in the food trucks. And I'm thinking like, what? I'm outside. So we're actually running and it's, it's oh a phenomenon. God. We're running out of like free public spaces because a lot of spaces you, there's a financial exchange or even Mm -hmm. at a coffee shop like you know you go to a coffee shop sometimes you buy coffee but sometimes you don't have to buy coffee but i recently went to a coffee shop and they said well the wi-fi is on the receipt so you have to purchase something oh that's tricky yes that is i'm not gonna call out this coffee shop but that's where we met that is Oh, I almost, I wondered if it was that one. Yes. I wondered if it it felt like it would be that one. And it's always in these very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like in these uh, commercial centers. So like where we met was like in a very busy part of Dallas. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's, and we are in a, you know, car dependent area, right? So financially, like, I mean, physically you have to have a a car primarily to get around, especially in Dallas, especially if you wanted to be efficiently 
um, and you don't want it to take like a whole weekend to get somewhere, you need a car. And so like, that's already an issue. And then, yeah, you have less of these third spaces to go to. And also it's not just for adults. Like this article I was reading was talking about how, um, increasingly important it is for a society, like how for children to have that to go to, or like teens or elderly people, or, you know, just not for, like, I feel like so much of our world is catered towards like the working, like, you know, adult, like I'm using adult in quotes, because I feel like that age is increasing. It's getting younger and it's getting older um, of who is working, but it's like the working middle-class adult largely is who we cater everything for. And especially in terms of like luxury, like thinking about like, yeah, just like making food that nurtures your soul or like doing something simple that allows you in some way to opt out of capitalism is so like, yeah, you're right. It's seen as the opposite of soft life. It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're, you're living the hard life over there. Can't go out to eat, but you're like, I just want to make something at home and enjoy it. It's, it's also like our society tells us like, it's so enticing. There's so many great places to go to. It's so easy. And it's so like, when you go there, I'm like, these places look cute on Instagram. Like granted, like out of every 10 places that I found on Instagram, like one of them is actually was like, okay, the food was great. The ambience was nice. It wasn't just a place where I can take pictures. And I'll give you an example. This is a real life example. Y'all next week is my birthday. Happy early birthday. Virgo. Are you still a Virgo? Are you? No. Libra. Libra. Yeah, that's right. Ooh, okay. The scales forever be in my balance. Yes. Um, and I have just, obviously, as you know, I don't know if this is like part of like American culture or it's part of just like adulting. Um, birthdays means birthday dinner with friends, then drinks. I just um, to and the birthday dinner is usually yeah. at a very nice restaurant and, you know, we look cute and, and you got to get an outfit and it's and a get whole an thing. So yes. it's buying, buying. I got to get an outfit that's buying. Mm-hmm. I got to spend money to, that's that's also buying. Then after that, we're going to want to hit a club or something because the night cannot just end there because it's my birthday. So I was thinking about it this year because I've just been in a space where I'm trying I'm to live in abundance but also be responsible with the energy of money. And I, so I was like, okay, so this year on my birthday, I'm going to drive to a small town and go on a hike because first of all, it's free. Mm -hmm. I'm in nature. I'll get to unplug and that's, that's soft to me. I'm not going to be stressed because every year I'm always stressed. Like what dress am I going to wear? Then I have to order shoes. Then I have to pay for fast shipping because I never (laughs) order it in time. Then I got to get my hair done. Then I got to get a facial and I got to do all these things. And my birthday always seems to become an expense. And I was like, wow, yes. like I don't want it to become an expense. So I was like, hmm, speaking of soft living, what does this mean? I was like, well, there's so many like free, like little hiking places. I could go mm-hmm. there, hike, you know, carry some nuts, some water, go with a friend and plug. We'll get to recharge, be in nature. Like that that's amazing. It's going to be soft on my soul. I'm mm-hmm. going to come back feeling refreshed. We're going to have conversations. We're not going to be on a phone. We're not going to have distractions. We can just kind of be forced to be in the present moment. And 
my friends have been texting me where's your birthday dinner where are we going and like i've been almost i've been going back and forth with it i'm like okay yeah let's do it then i'm like no but i i the honest truth is like i really don't want to do anything i don't want my birthday to become an experience so choosing softness is is not easy yeah because especially in a capitalist society i feel that way i have become increasingly well birthdays sort of stress me out because i'm getting older shock right of course everybody gets older with their birthdays but i feel like they get harder as you, you could older. be benjamin Bottom. i don't know listen oh that would be amazing um but yeah like i just i had this conversation with somebody the other day because she was saying how um she was going to a friend's birthday and she was so stressed out because she's like i just know it's going to be so expensive and the food's not going to be good and we have to wait a long time and she's like i don't feel like dressing up now there's like a theme and so i have to find something if it's a theme and I was like giving her tips on like how to do her makeup real fast. And so it was just like, and it made me think that I like every year around my birthday, like I have the same, like friends are like, Oh, what are you going to do? Like, and, and I love it. And I so, so appreciate them like wanting to celebrate that with me and like care about that. But it stresses me out because every year, it, like the, the stress of having to pick a restaurant that like, finding a cool place that's like and I'm always like I'm like okay I want to find something everybody feels comfortable going to and then like trying to like make reservations and I never like remember in time so it's like two days before and of course there's no reservations open and I don't want to go stand there and wait for an hour so it's just it's so many things and then I'm always like what's a cool new place to go to uh, what feels like me what what would be the right vibe like it's just it's so many things and yeah, it's exhausting. Mm. It's exhausting. Like I just feel like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you're right. It feels very much the opposite of soft life. Like it's not soft living. It's like stressing yourself out living to give in to when this. you do it, it was like, you know, and I think part of this conversation is also like, just, it's important to people for people to know, like you don't have to opt out of living a life and enjoying worldly things and luxuries. And it's, it's kind of like changing how you live. Right. And mm -hmm. it all goes back to your values. Like really, I've been sitting down and I'm like, okay, what are my values? Cause our behaviors are informed by our values, right? Mm -hmm. What are my values and how do I want to, leave my life and it's, it's going to be different in each phase of life right now it's young professional trying to make things work maybe there'll be a phase of life where like going to a restaurant like frequently would not be it won't be a thing but right now so it's also like you have to look at your life what are your values what are you trying to do um you have goals to reach because i had a goal to reach but it was so hard to reach that goal because I have to keep opting in into buying stuff. So, Ooh, that's and a like great point. doing things and like, yeah. that is like, okay, I want to save this much. I want to get to a place of, you know, financial freedom. And I want to be responsible about money and things like that. And actually sitting down, it's like, wow, I earn enough. But what's happening is I just get, keep getting pulled into these things where it's like buy, spend, buy spin buy spin so it's just coming back up changing how we live and expanding maybe not changing but expanding how we live right and yeah the best things are truly i don't want to say free but they are just available like a walk with a friend um 
buying two tennis rackets and having that in my car and having tennis balls and i'm like hey do you want to do something i was like okay let's play tennis i don't have a racket well i have one and i know that one we're we're exercising two we're doing something cool and fun and like you can still get to look cute and wear your little tennis skirt or whatever mm-hmm. and the the benefits that come from that that is the softness the yeah. benefits that come from me hanging out with you and just like taking a walk and us just being in nature and we're we're all we're in motion our bodies are in motion um as opposed to us meeting at a restaurant all the time i can barely hear you maybe there's noise or like yeah. my eyes are wondering oh what is that person wearing yeah Ooh, those shoes are ugly i actually got a pair that with a better top you know there's just like you know minute distractions going on but yeah. you can be present with someone so i think it's just more of like expanding on how we live and opting out of certain things that we don't even know that we're opting into because it's just subconscious that's a great perspective and i like i didn't even think about it that way because so much of it is well and and we as human beings we are allowed to be flexible right Mm -hmm. like you're right like what works for you in certain time frame may not work for you in another time frame like and that's okay and you may find lessons from this that you want to continue on and i think it's really important to like as i think it's it becomes especially like in a capitalist society it's such a slippery slope. You, like you opt out of something one time and then like, so I've had this happen with like really good friends where they don't like, I'm still really good friends with them, but maybe they don't like, it's like you opt out of something once or twice and like, oh, I guess she just doesn't want to go to these things. And you're like, well, no, it's sometimes you still want to be invited, but you're just like, mm, sometimes it's going to work and sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. And I think that, but for so many people, their friendships are, so deeply, especially when you're in your like early, early to mid twenties, like, and actually, I don't even know if it has that much of a time frame anymore because it's like, I'm, I'm thinking specifically of like pop culture examples Mm. of like when, you know, there's always like the friends that hang out places, but then, you know, it's like, you're going to a restaurant, you're going somewhere and you're always like meeting somewhere. Um, and I think so much of like contemporary culture is like, you, you do something where there's a financial exchange involved with your friends. And a lot of times it is going out to eat. And a lot of it is like, you know, I get it. Like you're all getting together because nobody has time. A lot of times people don't live close to each other. So that's a central meeting point, but it's like, you are friends with these people because you go out and like, sometimes it's like going out to eat and then going out somewhere afterwards, like whatever it is. But it's like, it's like increasingly I feel like our culture values that and it's like and then of course everything has to be like social media friendly so you're just like post cute pictures and this and that but it's like so there's so much value in just doing mundane day-to-day things which they well they seem mundane but they're important they're well one it's like necessary like I'm thinking like grocery shopping and stuff like that but also like it's important for nurturing yourself right so if it is like going on a hike or We're like oh my gosh we both go to sprouts let's have a yes. sprouts say let's go yes. grocery shopping mm-hmm. together or i'm gonna come over and like we're gonna learn how to bake and they found this recipe online so there are there's still a lot of ways of living and enriching and full life and a life that is full of st- fun and activity but just expanding our ideas of what is a soft life aesthetic even if you're a girl or a guy who's into like 
fashion or like cute furniture and you you want that aesthetic there are sustainable ways to achieve that um you know me like i'm a fashion girl like all day i dream about clothes and fashion mm-hmm. and style and i have to thrift but then that comes with a price right i have to spend hours like looking at after thrift i try to go to little eclectic stores or vintage stores to get like nice furniture that I otherwise would not be able to afford. So it's, there's still ways to kind of live your soft life, but you don't have to break your bank. You don't have to go out of your way to do something that is not aligned with your values or feel left out. Like we are, we're in a country that has possibilities on honestly, like my best clothes and furniture I've gotten at thrift stores or consignment stores or. Yeah. You're right. There's like, like there's a, there's an exchange, right? Because we, we pay for the convenience. We pay for the convenience. We pay for the instant gratification, all of that. But at many times that does come at a cost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's, yeah, like, I think that's, that's a great way to like engage in, in, the aesthetic and and the lifestyle that you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There are different ways of doing it. And like, I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's good. Like it's nice to have pretty things and that's okay. Like you can love fashion and, you know, still like live this life that you want to live on your own terms. Right. I think soft life in many ways or in soft living is like living it on your own terms and not always feeling like you have to give in. Um, Mm -hmm. which is like, as I say that it makes me think about like social media and how soft life has been commodified as something that you can only engage in if it's luxury, like luxury in terms of like wealth. And so it's like so funny because it's exactly not that like you can, soft life isn't just you on your private plane. So sorry, everyone. So we're recording through the Anchor app, as you all know, or it's like Spotify um, podcast now because Spotify bought out Anchor and um, it cuts us off now at 30 minutes. So, so sorry about that, but we're just going to continue our conversation. So we were saying how, um, or you were saying, Wazi, how um, the soft life is not, you know, it's what you want to make it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it doesn't have to be this very commodified version of luxury that's fed to us via social media. So, right. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like at some point we kind of have to stop blaming society or culture or like things and just make that choice of how deciding how you want to live, because I can't keep on saying, well, like society is putting pressure like that. That's always going to, happen right so you choose and you choose okay how do i want to live my life and it's difficult it's not easy to go against the grain but they're always going to be these pressures of society informing us to live a certain way or soft life is this or the soft life aesthetic means all luxury so you get to define your own life for yourself i have defined what does soft life mean to me right and you know when we got cut off, we're talking about the senses, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of using your senses to expand or live through your soft life. So we talk about taste, about food, 
what is the, what is the softest way to treat my body? And it is when I can and I have the time and the ability is to make a meal at home for myself rather than go out and order fast food. Okay, what is the softest way for um, my hearing and the things that I'm absorbing through what I'm hearing? Okay, it's like sometimes I have to be like, okay, listen to a podcast, read a book, like do something new. Um, well, we I both- can't just be like listening to like some genre of music that is just giving the opposite of soft or there's just so much aggression it's too, stimu- and like, it's too stimulating yeah yeah well we both said we liked silence because <laughs> you were saying sometimes you just like listening to waves which i love as well but sometimes silence is in the car i'm just driving yeah home and just in silence and i'm like oh my gosh i hadn't noticed that there's that spot over there because when i'm driving when you're driving and there's music like you actually miss a lot sometimes um then feel is you know my clothing i recently transitioned from just like i would rather wait until i have money to buy 100 percent cotton or linen mm-hmm. than to buy polyester because yeah then i know every year i am having to buy new clothes but if i got good materials or like a nice soft blanket that when i get home i can feel nice and soft mm-hmm. then smell could be like you said i know you're big on perfumes um could be investing in a fragrance for you or and i've recently discovered these like um i don't know like arabian stores they i knew sell, what you were like, gonna say the oils. oils oh yes girl and they are so yes. inexpensive yeah. so like I said, it doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be yeah yeah it doesn't have to right well i i think i was even saying um that you can, you can engage in scent. Like you can engage in like when you're in nature, I think that's what you said when you're in nature. And then I was thinking when you were like, you can go to a fragrance store and smell, no one's, you know, you can, you can go and, and explore different scents and you know, like you can't buy it. That's okay. Have a little whiff, you know, get some testers. I always yeah. get those little tests, the little samples. I, yeah. I keep them. Then I put some in my drawer, mm-hmm. put some in my purse mm-hmm. or I'll get a little tester or just, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. 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 There's lots of little ways of doing a little sample to go a long way. Yeah. What you see. Yeah. We're absorbing what we're seeing. Like I went through this phase where I was watching like murder stuff all the time. Like this is a girl on YouTube who does makeup and she tells like murder oh, yes. stories. Yes, she does like the true crime. Yes. yes. I know too. I mean, yeah. I love her. Um, but then I really started getting like really paranoid and just like yes. I was like, okay, like I have to like not stop maybe, but I have to like scale back. Scale back. Because you're absorbing everything that yes. you're listening to and you're seeing, you know. So it's like what being also conscious about what you choose to listen to, um, what you, I don't know, maybe I'm old fashioned, but I feel like modern day music has a lot of just derogatory like things about like, I'm going to do this to this woman's body part and like that. And I'm just like, that we cannot be listening to you. Cause what we're listening to in it even, it kind of informs our culture, how we're, yeah. How men and women are interacting, how yeah. hypersexualized everything is, like, I don't know. But yeah, I, I mean, I, there, there are a lot of studies that talk about that. And yeah, I mean, what you listen to will impact how you feel. Like, I know that, like, especially with podcasts, like, 
I, I drive a lot now, so I listen to a lot of different podcasts and music. And so, but I often like the podcasts I listen to will impact my mood. Or if I'm like, oh, I'm just feeling kind of down. I don't feel like listening to anything heavy. I'll listen to like a comedy podcast. And I always listen to Great Matters. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I don't don't always listen to my Can't own voice. Subscribe, please. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We're a great podcast to listen to. But you know, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, what you it's so many things that we consume like through our senses that we don't realize how deeply they impact us and and yeah even just taking a walk like that is that is ultimate soft life taking Mm -hmm. a walk after work instead of you know just like sitting down eating watching tv like it's that's that's real softness yeah that is the real soft stuff and it's it's readily available for us you know yeah or even whatever like way you can engage with it if you're like limited mobility wise like there's different ways you can do things to right kind of get those same benefits yeah yeah Yeah. and also like your environment also informs some of this Mm -hmm. like you're saying we're definitely in a city where for the most part there are no organic spaces for people to meet to just be together so i understand why particularly in dallas like it's always like let's meet at a restaurant because i mean we don't we don't have like a body of water like let's meet by the beach yes let's, yeah. let's do a picnic here and like everything is pretty much like you say we you need a car everything is pretty much park get into the establishment you're mm-hmm. trying to get into i mean i see teenagers hanging out at the mall parents telling me like i'm going to drop my teenage daughter or something at the mall that's mm-hmm. like a that's what you yeah that's kind of what you have to do right yeah. and that's in some ways the mall is interesting you said that because it is such like a bastion of american consumerism but um there's oh another podcast was talking about this and i don't remember if they mentioned that this person that they had watched something that they read a book or uh somebody wrote an article about it or was on tv but anyway they were basically saying how there's like studies being done how american malls are being shut down Mm -hmm. um but how for many people malls are like third spaces because yes there's like stores but you don't actually have to pay anything to get into the mall and there's like i because i worked at one of the malls here in dallas um for a while when i was in retail cosmetics and um we would have mall walkers that would be there really early so it was like this group of like older people and they would come and they would walk the mall and then we would have like stroller moms who would do like stroller exercises through the mall sometimes they did it at not some great times but that's fine i'm not judging them um but like there was people who would engage with different activities Mm. um in the mall and then yes the teens of course like and and for the most part i mean i remember going to the mall as a teen and you always want to buy something but yeah a lot of times parents are like okay this is a space where you can go and i know you'll be relatively safe well let's let's, contain yeah it's contained i mean like we did have that terrible incident at a Dallas mall earlier this year, but like, you know, I mean, but that's a whole oh different conversation about the lack of safety in America in any place. But yeah, like it's, it's, we are increasingly having less and less of these spaces. And especially in like, I, I'm sure it's the case for a lot of American cities where you're right, Wadzi, like, unless there's like a organic, like body of water, or, like just something there, we have to, you have to go out of your way to seek these spaces you have to look it up you have to yeah. it's not just readily available yeah um and also you know what you were talking about like just like soft life as contentment and mm. gratitude because while we are having this conversation i think it's also important to just realize that 
we are living in a time where a lot of things I believe are soft. Yeah, there are still things that we are struggling with as society and humanity. But when you look back in history, like the level of comfort, the level of like convenience that we have, like it's it's great. And I mean, we're also true. like in a yeah. country where in America, like for the most part, there's a baseline of you know of comfort of comfort yeah. of like food and shelter constant electricity water your water is not being like cut off in any mm -hmm. given time mm -hmm. so just taking in a moment to acknowledge that and be like wow like we're living in a place where there is some base of soft life already. And like you say, contentment and gratitude is really the path to unlocking the soul and being able to see that yeah. is also another yeah. element to soft life. I think you're so right. Like I, yeah, that's, that's a huge part of it because being content is, that is gonna, and it's like almost like something that you have to, it's a value I feel, but it's also something you have to continuously work on and develop because it's so easy to get wrapped up in this ever competitive world. And, you know, there's different levels of competition that are okay, but like just, yeah, just being content and grateful for who you are, where you are in life. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's, it's true. Like it's, it's really like, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I just like, like with everything that was, I mean, this is not like meant to be like a Dallas or a Texas focused podcast, but this episode, just cause we both live here. Um, <laughs> had me Shout thinking, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it had me thinking, like, just with all of the craziness happening with ERCOT, boo, boo, ERCOT, um, with like, you know, the extreme weather and you know how real climate changes mm -hmm. and how that's been impacting the electricity we have. So, like, you know, with the um, electricity being shut down in the harsh winter that happened, and then mm -hmm. um, I know, like, I think it was last summer that there was like they were having issues, or maybe even earlier this summer that they were like, "Oh, it's getting too too many people are using their ACs. We're gonna have to shut it down." And it just was. It really, I think, anybody who has spent any time outside of the U.S. or particularly in a developing country would know that feeling of like just oh, the light's gone. Oh you don't have hot water for this amount of time. And like, it just reminded me of going back home and visiting family. And you just, sometimes you knew and you had to do everything you needed to do electrically, electricity wise. And then the light was going to be shut off. And sometimes you would be true story, halfway straightening your hair and boom, the light's gone and you just got to wait. Until it comes and there's out. nothing, there's no leasing manager to email yell. I remember like whenever we had that, power cut off the apartment I was staying at removed like a hundred dollars off everybody's rent because it was like an inconvenience I'm just like oh my gosh wow this is nice like in Zimbabwe like electricity goes like nobody is giving you money because they inconvenience you there's no one to email you, you just gotta figure it out okay yeah. there's no water all right I'll make it work so yeah definitely gratitude and then that moves to like even the more internal part of soft life of just you know having a calm mindset as a person yeah and like being i was listening to this podcast it's called a feminine impression and um check it out you know she was talking about like just softness and there's this also element that as as women i feel like i'm also just starting to embrace like softness and she gave this example of like you know every time someone says to me hey wazi that's a cute shirt i'll be like 
yeah, I got this at the dollar store for $2. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then she's like, no, just be soft and say thank you. Yeah. That's, that's it. <laughs> like you almost have to, it's like part like wanting to say like, oh, I got this great deal. But I think so much of it is like a cultural impulse. Right. To, yeah, to be like, yeah, yeah, to justify it almost. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay to just say, say, thank, you. say thank you. Yeah. Or even just approaching situations with a softness mm -hmm. and like embracing that as a methodology to life does it always work all the time no but just okay like a calm mind like how can i consider this from a different perspective how can i not overreact in this situation yeah. like mm -hmm. okay like i'm supposed to meet up with my friend she was supposed to be here like that happened to me yesterday i was supposed to meet up with a friend and we made plans and I did not hear from the person until like six o'clock. Hmm. So like six hours, I'm like, my mind was, I was going violent. Oh, I would this be like, person. what are we, yeah, what's like, going on? I wasted my time, like I'm out here. And then the person, she called me and um, they just had this awful day. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, my mind went to like, you disrespecting my time. You don't care about me. Like yeah. I'm done. I was like, wow. The, what does it look like for your mind not to go there and just be even soft in my thinking or even be like, oh, wow, I wonder if something might have happened to them. Like, it's okay. I'll, I'll wait to hear from them. Just even our thinking and our mm -hmm. thought process and our, and our negative self-talk and just being self-compassion. So it goes both oh, internally, yeah. but yeah. I think it's more important internally than it is externally. Oh, I love, yeah, thinking about like, soft life as a way to like as a mindset like mm. on yourself like be soft to yourself like we are so usually most of us are going like we're so like the negative self-talk and we're so hard on ourselves and we don't give space you know like for these types of situations like that's life that happens um yeah I think that's really like wow you're a gem, Wansi. Like so many profound things um, in this conversation. I feel like I want to listen back and like write notes because of so many great things that you said, especially the senses that really just blew my mind. Because yeah, I think it's like you can engage with this in so many different ways mm -hmm. and you can approach, like there's so many things we can't control, right? Like we don't control, we live in a capitalist society. We can't control that we live in a car driven culture where, you know, we have to do all these things and it's not the way that we would ideally like, like want it to be that would be healthier for everyone. But in so many ways, like for the things we can't control in so many ways there are things we can control. And it's like really, um, wow. I did not think this would be sort of a self-help uh, episode, but I think it might actually be because oh, wow. it's like, I hope that this just, it's provided me so much peace and like um, a like lens to mm. think about this through and to look at it through because yeah I and I'll be honest when I saw soft life I thought about the songs and then I thought about like one of the songs that I've heard and then I thought about there's a couple of creators I really like um African-American and then um one is I want to say he's like diaspora mm -hmm. I think his parents are African um so African-American as well but um these creators who kind of engage with this idea and they talk about it like a little bit through like um, one of them, I think it's called his uh, account is like, I think it's called soft boy or something, but he, mm -hmm. he reviews candles and I, you know, you know, I love my fragrance and my makeup and my skincare and my candles. So, um, 
I think that's what it is. And so I kind of thought about, but I really like his approach because he does kind of bring in these other things with it. Um, and then, but yeah, most of the creators I've seen, like they, yeah, it is through like a very aesthetic experience. And also I think it's important to remember, like not everything can be, and I don't mean this like in a extreme, like it has to be like a pig's diet. It has to be like pristine Instagram ready, but I just like, not everything can be like perfect ready to record and post, you know, like it's okay to be a little bit in between, like, you know, again, no one's saying like, don't clean your house, but then also it's like, not everything has to be like, it's almost like embracing like, uh, non-perfectionism. And now this is just me talking to myself because I'm such a perfectionist, but like, it's this idea that it's okay not to engage in perfectionism because so much of perfectionism is rooted in capitalist culture. So, and I mean, yeah. perfectionism is unattainable. Like, yeah, you know, it's just, you cannot, if you see someone's space and it looks pristine and glossy, that doesn't mean like, you also have to have the wisdom to know that that doesn't mean that's how they live all the time. You mm -hmm. know, we're all mm -hmm. human. We, our houses get messy sometimes. Then you clean it up one day, then by Tuesday, it's already back to where it was. Yeah. So that's just, you know, part of this is, us individually just honing into um i always hear that a lot of people are smart but not wise and i and i it's something that i um i pray for i desire i seek to to have wisdom to discern mm -hmm. to have good judgment and part of it is just like you just gotta have good judgment man like envying someone because you see something like that is just part of their life like you don't know you have no yeah. idea yeah um i was recently at this birthday party and um this person had like a videographer and they came and like it was so boring um it was just awkward the food wasn't great but oh my gosh if you see the video in instagram you would have thought we had the time of our lives you would have been like oh my gosh i needed to be at that event oh wow so yeah i was just looking at the videos like wow this is just not what was happening <laughs> but you were looking you back you're like was i at the same was this the me? person managed to <laughs> capture when everybody was still yeah. coming in laughing i don't want to say it wasn't it was a terrible event but it definitely got portrayed as like a 10 when it was like a four ish mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um was awkward people weren't really engaging in conversations everybody was on their phones um this person brought together like friends from different planets so and wasn't doing a good job of facilitating mm -hmm. um then you see it on instagram then you like my friend texting he's like oh my gosh I'm, i couldn't make it it looked fire i was mm -hmm. like no, you didn't miss out anything. So I'm like, how many things am I looking at other people's? So I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, but then you have no idea. You're right. So yeah, that is oh, that's such a great reminder. Yeah. Stay soft, y'all. Stay soft. Yeah. Stay. Oh, I like that. That might be the hashtag for this episode. Stay soft. Everyone's <laughs> like, what's going on? Um, listen to the episode. You'll get the context. Um, yeah, I, I, you're right. That is such a good reminder. I love that. Like, you know, seeking wisdom instead of just being clever or smart. Um, but yeah, everything is not what it seems y'all. Nothing is what and it even seems if usually. It is. And even if it is, even if Bobby is flying to 20 different countries, well, that is Bobby's part and you have yeah. your own life. Part, yeah. So just take hold of it yeah. and be the best you can become and just 
Yeah, exactly. Power on. Yeah, that's their own journey. And I always, I mean, even if they are like living, somebody is living this wonderful life and you're super envious, there's stuff going on. They're also, they have their own challenges. They have their own battles that they're, that they're working through. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Well, I just feel so enlightened with this conversation. Like I can't tell you, I feel so full, so whole. Um, Thank you so much for coming on and making this work with me. And just, oh, it was amazing. Like, I have so loved this conversation and I know our Gray Matters community will as well. Well, thank you. Well, oh my gosh, we're actually having this conversation on a soft bed with soft pillows. Like, just letting <laughs> like you know, <laughs> we are not in a like, studio on hard chairs. We are literally yes. on a bed with soft pillows and a soft blanket and this room is just giving me soft life oh yes. i love it i love it i yeah this is our uh, our, our lovely little uh, my home studio space yeah and i try i try i'm really glad because i try to make it comfortable and you know try to make it so that we can have this conversation so i appreciate that because i wasn't even thinking about that so thank you, you. avoiding softness so. i love it thank you that's that's gonna be my focus now well you've been amazing watsi thank you so much for having this conversation i'm putting you on the spot so you don't have to but i always ask our guests if they have any like socials that they want to plug or anything like that hmm, do i have any well you can follow me on instagram who is wadzi um who is W-A-D-Z-Y. And you can also find me on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's I, um, And yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I, like I said, I love this conversation. I know our community will as well. Gray Matters community, you know where to find us. It's graymatterstheblog.org. Of course, all the same on socials, TikTok, Instagram, uh, gray matters, the blog gray is with an A and yeah, leave a comment on this episode. I, um, I'm going to try to remind y'all about that because you know, there's still no podcasts out there and I really, really appreciate our community. And, um, if you liked it, of course, you know, like it, we always have an Instagram post with every episode. So go ahead and like that Instagram post. Um, and leave a comment because it allows other people to find the podcast and share it with your friends. And yeah, we want to hear your feedback too. How do you engage in soft life? I like that. I think I'm going to call, I'm going to hashtag the stay soft, stay soft. So, um, use that on our Instagram, um, on our post and comment and let us know how you are hashtag staying soft. Or engaging in the soft life or mm. yeah just you know what do you what do you want to add to this conversation as always stay safe and we will talk to you soon bye bye thanks for listening we appreciate your support you can continue to show your support by giving the podcast a five-star review becoming a subscriber on anchor and following us on our website graymatterstheblog.org that's gray with an a and on our socials as well as sharing and commenting on our posts at gray matters the blog on instagram and tiktok we want to connect with our gray matters community if you have a comment or an inquiry about our customizable trainings and workshops email us at graymatterstheblog@gmail.com stay safe everyone and we'll chat with you soon